Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. And watch your step on the moving walkway because we're taking you park to park to prepare you for your next visit. Let's Discover Universal. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. I'm Carrie, and I already purchased Halloween Horror Nights merchandise before the event. And I'm David, and y'all better get ready to trick-or-treat yourself Ooh. at the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, David. Tis this the season, season is nigh. Yes. And I uh, am so excited to be talking today all about the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store. And more. Yes. Yes, we have our friends back uh, Rob and Sarah from the visual merchandise team are our official first repeat guests on the podcast. That's but right. they just have so much new stuff to share with us. All the amazing things they've been involved with for this year's Halloween Horror Nights 2022. That's right. Year 31. Boom. Halloween, and- October 31st. Keep going, David. What else is it about? Say more buzzwords. It's ghosts. Cats. Cats. Jack o' lanterns. Lil Boo. Witches. <laughs> Merchandise. <laughs> Tribute. That's right. It's going to be off the hook this year. Just like David said, Rob and Sarah are going to let us in on some of the Halloween Horror Nights tribute store uh, facts and figures, cool Easter egg stuff to look out for, and some sort of um, auxiliary events that are connected with the Halloween Horror Nights season. Yeah, for those of you unfamiliar with the tribute store as a concept, go back, check out our episode about the tribute store. We covered just kind of what it is in general. Yeah. Uh, this episode, we're, we're kind of updating. We're talking about what's new uh, specifically for this Halloween season, for the Halloween Horror Nights event. Um, What I love about the Tribute Store is it's something that you get to enjoy not just during Halloween Horror Nights, the event, in the evening, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's open during the day as well. That's right. So our our daily park guests can go in, check it out, get a little taste of Halloween, uh, even if they're they're not brave enough to handle the event itself. You can still go in there and check it out. Maybe the Halloween Tribute Store will make them brave. It's true. Yeah. And I think you made a good point before we started recording. You definitely want to go in there, get your gear. Yes. Your Halloween Horror Nights gear, your t-shirts, your jacket, your headbands, your scarves, your glasses. Pins, hats, whatever you want to do. And come on in, get to enjoy the event in style, looking like a true Halloween Horror Nights fan. 2022 is off the hook. We are very excited to throw it over to Rob and Sarah to learn a little bit more. fans, we are here at the Radio Broadcast Center, and we are here with two of our favorite interviewees. They have come back to join us. They're back. To talk about the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> this is a, a, a hugely exciting subject for us. Uh, of course, we did a past episode on the Summer Tribute Store, and we're back for more. We got Rob and Sarah here from Visual Merchandising. How are you guys doing? Welcome back. We're good, good. We're super excited to be back. Thanks for having us uh, come in again. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Halloween is rocking. Um, all of the uh, amazing, I mean, stores you guys set up look incredible. The Tribute Store looks amazing. I I came into today thinking we were just going to, like, update on the Tribute Store. Turns out there's so many other things to talk about. Oh, yeah. With you guys. We have the gurus here. Yes. They're going to let you know. Okay, we got to— But we should start with the Tribute Store. Let's do that. That's the big news. Okay. All right, so— let us know what's the theme this year. What do we got going on over there? So as you as you've probably seen, the um, facade is the first thing you'll see when you come up, and um, it looks very similar to what was out there for the summer tribute. And there's a reason for that because there is a very deep rooted history in that theater that we put up for summer. So while summertime it was a 1980s movie house, we've gone back in time a little bit uh, to the 1950s, 
And if you were um, a sharp-eyed guest during Summer Tribute, you would have noticed in our um, editing room, which was the final room of Tribute Store, there were some little uh, newspaper articles that kept dropping that uh, detailed the history of this uh, theater. And so 1950s or so, it had shut down, and now it's being reopened by the town, uh, who is holding a Halloween festival in the streets uh, as an attraction that guests can walk through as part of the Halloween festivities. So it's been repurposed. We've gone back in time about 30 years, and guests will now get to experience what the town is putting on. That's so exciting. I love it. And you mentioned the street. So our, our street zone right out front is the Sweet Revenge uh, Scare Zone. And and that ties into the story of the Tribute Store this year, right? Which I, I believe is the first time that that the stories have been yeah, merged, fully integrated. right? Yeah, and it was, you know, I'd love to say that from the start, that was our plan. But as we were designing, <laughs> things just started to line up. Hey. And as we started to meet with our, our friends over in art and design, they're like, oh, well, we're doing this, you know, street festival. And ours like, well, we're doing this kind of dark ride, walk-through attraction. And it all just, the themes just blended, which was you know, perfect. Yeah. Uh, and not, not that we've, you know, planned it that way, but it just did this time around. I love that. Oh, it's, and I have to say the tribute store is beautiful. We got a chance to walk through it. And I mean, again, I keep saying this, but like the level of detail that you guys bring and now giving it a fully integrated, fully realized story for, for someone that is a storyteller, for a creative person that just gives it that extra oomph. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to, I mean, to me, that's like a, a an attraction in itself is, is going yeah. to the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store. I'm so excited. So what is the story this year? You mentioned a dark ride kind of theme. You know, I'm, I know you can't see my air quotes when I do it, but we're, <laughs> we keep saying ride. It's, um, <laughs> it's themed as a ride, but I don't want people coming yes. in thinking, oh, we're going to get on a ride vehicle. Yes. Um, it's, it is a walkthrough and it is a retail store, but it is themed after a classic dark ride attraction. You know, Very the kind nice. that you would see at carnivals that you would sit in a little um, a little car and kind of bump through the doors as you would go through. Pop-up um, maquettes sure. of everything, a skeleton exactly. pops up. Yeah, I love and, it. And, you know, that was one of the, the biggest challenges for us because we came up with this theme. We're like, okay, it's got to be vintage, 1950s. How would they build it? What materials would they have? Mm. And, um, you know, our, our team, and I say it all the time, they can build just about anything and make it look realistic and um, just anything. The challenge was okay, how do we make it not look like this professional high-budget attraction? Sure. So what materials do we use? No, you know, LED or 3D screens in the 50s, right? right? Yeah. yeah, so we had to go kind of old school with the materials and things made out of plywood to make it look and feel like it's from the 1950s. Wow. I love it. That level of detail, I'm telling you. And they brought in real vegetation. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, the corn okay. stalks are alive in there. I wanted to ask Sarah. She had some insight about this. This is is fascinating to me. Talk to me about the choice to go with real plants in there and what kind of plants they are. So we wanted to do something different where we brought in actual landscape to the store to create that environment. Um, you know, staying away from the corn, there is an actual <laughs> plant that looks like corn but doesn't produce it. It's called a tiger grass. So we worked with our partners in landscape. They sourced it and they got it here on property for us and. As you saw, it's in the store today. Yeah. You, you can feel it. When when you walk in, you're like, oh, I'm, am I in a pumpkin patch? It, it, it feels so real. It's, it's really cool. It's, uh, uh, I'm just, so, I don't know why I get so excited about this. <laughs> it just, it feels like a new attraction to me every time. I feel so, like that's a tip for people at home. 
Hey, if you want to make your yard look like a corn stalk, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but but not actually corn, but not actually right. tiger grass. Yeah, if you, you don't want to deal with the corn, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of the things that our guests are really excited about the tribute store is new merchandise. Oh yes, and it seems like there is a plethora of it. You guys can't see, but we are we are covered in in a presentation deck here with all of the amazing merchandise we got for Halloween Horror Nights 2022. Um, talk to me about your favorites or kind of what the theme is this year. I know there's some really distinctive artwork that we're looking at. Yeah, it's, um, I think I, I probably said this on the last podcast, but I think this is the largest assortment that we brought to any tribute store. Yeah. And as we were, um, going through the presentations early on, um, we're like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. There's more and there's more and it kept going and going. So there's really something for everyone. We've got, um, a lot of the houses covered, the scare zones covered, We've got some original vintage Halloween stuff, which is, you asked what our favorite, that's probably my favorite, yeah. is the vintage Halloween. Yeah. Um, we've got some things with little Boo on it this year. Um, it's just, uh, not only is the artwork varied, but the piece types. And what I mean by that is, it's not just a t-shirt, a sippy cup, and a mug. It's, we've got lanyards, we've got pins, we've got blind boxes. There's a Frankenstein popcorn bucket. Um, there's candles, there's bags, there's... I mean, it, there's so much yeah. to to see, and there's really something for everybody. Yeah. And this year, I'm loving the assortment of of cool stuff for kids, for our younger Halloween yeah. Horror Nights fans. I know our executive producer Michelle has already jumped on that little boo shirt for her nephew. We got to we got to start him young. You're looking at that hat too. That's right. Absolutely. Every year I go broke on Halloween Horror Nights merchandise. <laughs> this year I'm gonna have to take out a loan because there's just there's a ton going on. That's all I'm wearing for the next three months. I've decided. Sarah, do you have like a favorite? Mine piece is definitely in the store. Yeah, mine is definitely the vintage Halloween. It says every day is Halloween. So mm. uh, for me, I live every day is Halloween. So it's been Halloween here at Universal Orlando since like what August, July. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. As far as I know, it's it's kind of year-round. The planning phase, at least, is year-round. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, um, bet, I bet every day has been Halloween for you guys for quite some time. You know, it is. And it's it's yeah. funny because, um, you know, any given day, Sarah may show up with a, a, a skull scarf or monster <laughs> leggings or something, and it's February. So <laughs> when we say every day is Halloween for us, you know, a lot of us live that. So, yeah. I love it. We are the perfect people to bring the tribute store to life. Um, and there, are, there's more than just merchandise in there. There's some Beats. treats, souvenirs, <laughs> you may say. Um, and coincidental that it falls in a scare zone that is uh, called Sweet Revenge that revolves around this candy theme. Major sweets. Yeah, major sweets. The proprietor, I would say, of this this uh, scare zone this year. Talk to us about what kind of treats we can expect. So we have, um, as you go through the, the tribute store, as most people are aware, there's four distinct rooms. And one of the rooms is a witch's cottage. Mm. And that's where you'll be able to get the sweets this year. And we've got a whole case line full of treats in there. You mentioned the major sweets. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know major sweets, and I don't know what he's up to. So <laughs> I do know that we have some of the sweets in the store. And, um, you know, they look amazing. They look delicious. Some of them look a little grotesque. Ooh. But um, I think they're all – I think you're going to have to, as a foodie, you're going to have to try them all. So – I love that witch's room. It felt like, for me, it felt like everything was kind of oversized. Like it made you feel like, you know, the 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 kid, the yeah. Hansel and Gretel, like yeah. in, in the witch's cabin and everything. Um, very cool. Beautiful. Uh, do we have any Easter eggs? The tribute store is famous for having some Easter eggs, doing some teasing. 
I always um, am probably the last to know about the Easter eggs, and I usually oh, find I them on that the from our last yes. episode, the, the second or third time <laughs> passing through. Um, did your face make it in to this store this year? Uh, I don't know. That was your yeah. one rule, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. I don't know. I, Sarah's saying no, but I don't know that I believe Not that. yet. Yeah. Excuse right? me. No. <laughs> Sarah's like, I create the Easter eggs, right. okay? There could be. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are some Easter eggs. I think there's, um, there's also some nods to past Halloween mm. um, that you'll see in there that fans of Tribute Store um, or even some of the houses. I mean, it's, it's no secret that our team is... Uh, loves to recycle mm-hmm. and loves to repurpose. So there's some things that we sprinkle in every now and then that that uh, if you're a diehard fan, you're like, oh, I recognize that from that house. Or um, I see what they did. They, you know, they turned that upside down and repainted it and add some bolts to it, and now it's this. So we we love uh, repurposing things. So well, now you've made it like almost like a, a treasure hunt, like you said in, sure. the, in the summer store. There were hints to this one. So now people are going to be like scouring every written word, everything yep. on the walls. They're going to be trying to find hints for for what's next. Yep. I think one of my favorite things too is, um, and it's not so much of an Easter egg. It's again, it's like an homage to kind of tribute store in ourselves is in our final room, which we, we call it the exit vestibule. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're going to have a, uh, a prop merchandise cart. We have a prop merchandise cart in there. And uh, it's going to be uh, selling merchandise from the attraction that you just went through. And I say selling, it's, it's all prop. Sure. So um, if we are a, uh, almost like a ride or an attraction, and what ride or attraction in a theme park wouldn't end in a retail store. So we're, right. we're creating a fictitious merchandise venue at the end of our store to sell <laughs> fictitious merchandise. It's all... It kind of makes your head spin a little bit. It's but. like it's like a store within a store. I yeah. mean, like as a as a designer, that must be so exciting to be like, we're doing real Halloween Horror Nights merchandise, but then can you create prop merchandise for the the fake attraction that everybody's actually walking through? But then it would look like something they would want to buy. That seems like such a fun creative vision to like give somebody. What a cool sound sandbox! To I think play you in. I think you explained it much better than I could. Have. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just from a layperson's perspective, I'm no visual merchandising expert, but <laughs> I see what I see. Um, so the tribute store is just one component of of you guys' contribution this year. Uh, we, we also have a store over in Islands of Adventure, Universal's Islands of Adventure, yeah? Um, that store is the All Hallows Eve Boutique. This year it's themed around All Halloween. So... Um, the little character in there, little Boo, he has collected everything vintage Halloween. And um, if you walk around and you look around the store, there's like beams falling. And so it's almost like he's taken over this like barn that was on a pumpkin patch. And he's just collected the cats, the bats, the witches, and just kind of brought it all into perspective for him because he loves Halloween. Little Boo. And we do too. He's adorable. He is. He's like... I. I don't want to go so far to say like he's an unofficial icon, but he is featured on a lot of the merchandise. It's true. So it feels like what, this is what is an icon anyway? Who can you know, who can define what an icon? Is? That's true. I would call my my icon this year is Lil Boo. Yeah, just because he's so cute. I want to wear everything with his little face on. He's iconic. He is. Yeah. I don't know if he's an icon. Okay. Well said. Icon? Well said. And I think you we'll mentioned check back Halloween fifty. We'll see if he comes back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> The return of Lil Boo. We also have uh, kid sizes in some of the merchandise this year, too, yeah. which um, I, I think is great because I have some younger kids who 
um, that not all of them can go to Horror Night. So they do come during the day. And um, they actually, they walk the scare zones during the day because there's no characters. Love that. Um, and they do the scarecrow stalk. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, now they'll have something that actually fits them that they can get instead of, you know, buying the extra small adult tea and hoping to grow into it. Someday. So we do have some um, children's sizes in the merchandise as well. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, My so niece and nephew have the shirt already as well. Of course. Of course. Of course. What's new for the Scarecrow stock this year? That's coming back? Yeah, it's coming back. Awesome. Um, it's going to be, uh, we'll have 13 displays mm. um, all around property. And uh, one of the coolest things, I mean, the theme is uh, traditional Halloween. So as you go through and see these displays, um, you'll see that they kind of tell the story of, you know, classic Halloween. So there's story of cats and um, jack-o'-lanterns and haunted houses and bats and whatnot. And um, each one of these displays will have a uh, like a medallion symbol with it, along with a poem that tells about the display. That same medallion will be available in a much smaller, um, what we're calling a sun catcher that you can hang in your window, or it could be an ornament for a tree that matches back to that specific display. So if you really like the one that's about the graveyard and you like the art that's on there, you can take home the sun catcher medallion to remember your favorite one. Or if you love them all, you can buy all of them. Um, when you get the map at the beginning of your hunt, you'll also get, it comes with a little boo suncatcher. I love that. So you purchase the map and the first little boo suncatcher, and then you get to participate in the rest of the Scarecrow stock. Oh. So you'll already get, he's almost like, I don't know if I would call him the chase, but he's, Ooh. I think he's the one that everybody <laughs> is, is going to want to have. So he comes with the map, and then you can collect the others as you go around that are available for sale at each display. I love that. Love it. That's so cool. I'm going to have to collect a couple of these. Definitely. All right, there's one last thing yes. that we got to bring up. Okay. This one was sort of an Easter egg before the event. It was kind of a hidden graphic on the outside of the tribute store. Um, I myself was super curious about what this was, what yes. it meant. Yes. It was the logo for the Red Coconut Club. That's oh. over at Universal City Walk here yeah. in Orlando. But it's the Dead Coconut Club. And apparently this is... This is a real thing now. It's open during Halloween Horror Nights. What is this experience? So this was, um, you know, it's kind of, and we've said this before, sometimes things are planned way in advance and sometimes things just kind of happen. Yeah. This was one of those things that kind of just happened. We, um, our team had approached our food and beverage partners and we were uh, looking to do a themed bar somewhere in, at the resort. And we did one a couple of years ago. It was called the Skeleton Bar over in La Bamba. Had a lot of fun with that. And I think uh, guests and fans really enjoyed it. So we were looking for something to do again. And uh, it just so happens they were looking for something at the same time uh, when we had this meeting. And uh, they had chosen the Red Coconut Club as, as their venue of choice. And um, that's up in City Walk on the second level of City Walk when you come in. And it's a um, kind of mid-century, 50s, 60s, themed restaurant. So when you think about that, you're like, um, okay, well, how does that relate to Halloween? Sure. So uh, we, and you know, you may have seen paintings or inspiration uh, in the past of the monsters in kind of this mid-century motif uh, mixed with tiki. And uh, we said, oh, how cool would this be if we bring our own monsters in, mix them with this whole tiki culture and Red Coconut is kind of halfway there with yeah. how it's themed. And um, so we just rebranded it Dead Coconut Club. And so during the event, you can stop in before the event, during or after the event, 
and um, you'll be able to see all of our favorite monsters in this kind of lounge setting that you've never really seen them before. So um, just to give you a hint, up on the stage, there's a, a baby grand piano, and the Invisible Man is, you know, playing the, uh, the piano. And uh, the Bride of Frankenstein is the lounge singer. So she's the entertainment for the night. Um, we've got a very formal uh, Frankenstein in there. And all of your favorite monsters are all hanging out at this club, um, just just like you I'm and so I would. Excited. So they're just mingling yeah. with you. So um, that's going to be the, the unofficial meet and greet for Carrie and I. We'll be there. Oh, <laughs> we'll be I'm never leaving. Out. You thought my money went to merchandise. Now I'm going to be at Dead Coconut Club, just having drinks. It's going to be yeah. great. I'm assuming there's going to be a theme, themed cocktails yes. for Yeah, there's a whole, a whole menu specifically for Dead Coconut Club. And the cool part is that um, this is all, it's all set up kind of like photo ops. So nice. when I say bride is on the stage with the baby grand piano, she is built like a wax museum style display. So you'll be able to you know stand and she'll be in the background and Frankenstein will have his own vignette. We've even got, you know, there's a creatures in there. So uh, it's, um, even if you're not going to um, hang out at the lounge, you're going to want to go in there and just get some pictures because um, there's a lot of great photo ops that are going to be up there. Absolutely. Visual merchandising does it again. Look at that. Every year. Do we get it? Do we cover it? That was did. a lot. Yeah. Wow. You can obviously That's go so to exciting. the the Peace Day Resistance, the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store 2022 in Universal Studios, Florida. Hit the All Hallows Boutique over at Universal's Islands of Adventure, Dead Coconut Club at Universal City Walk, and check out all of these sort of satellite locations. There's uh, Halloween Horror Nights merchandise over here at the Five and Dime on Hollywood Boulevard in Universal Studios, Florida. Um, and the Scarecrow stock, which is available during the day as well. Absolutely. Guessing, not yep. just during Halloween Horror Nights. Yep. So. Wow. I'm ready. See, see you out there, everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> Cannot wait. Rob, Sarah, thank you so much. Uh, again, we, we told you at the beginning, you are our first repeat interviewees. Yes. Because we always have so much fun hanging out with you. And you but you guys a- always have such cool, new, exciting stuff to share. So yeah. I love it. The best. Thank you guys so much for joining thank us you. today. Right. Thanks for, for having us, us again. Of course. Happy Halloween. I nerd out so hard about the, the tribute store, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's because, like, it's the new merchandise or like it changes so frequently that it feels like yeah. it's a different experience every time. I just really, really respect the visual merchandising team and what they're doing and how immersive they're making um, a retail location. I think that's what it is for me. Yeah. It's that currently four times a year, yeah. we're getting a completely new offering, completely new immersive environment. Yeah. And that's this, always a surprise, something to explore. Yeah. Tons and of this Easter eggs details. Now ties in to the Halloween Horror Nights street zone yes. that it occupies. Taking it to the next level. Even more, like I said, as, as like a storyteller, I just really respect the creativity behind all yes. that. Yes. And, and I loved hearing about all the other things that they were involved oh, with for yeah. this year's event. Yeah. Uh, the, the Scarecrow stock sounds super fun. If you're here during the day, uh, you definitely want to check those out. Especially those, if you have younger adventurers. The, the little sun catchers slash, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ornaments that he was showing us look super cool. Yep. I'm going to have to find some of those. Probably the one with the cat on it. For sure. Um, the Dead Coconut Club. Okay. Can we talk about that? Yes, we can. I have already visited three times Let's since make this a date. episode has come out. We have to go. I got to check out uh, I, this, This you know, these vignettes of classic monsters and these cool themed cocktails. I'm, I'm ready. In fact, David, I thought we could, uh, we could end this with a little game <gasps> like we did before. Before what? Uh, in the tribute store. Oh. We played uh, a game called Summer Santa. Summertime Santa, that's yes, right. where we... 
bestowed a we gift. Got it, so they're little gifts. Yes. A little gifty. Um, I saw something in the tribute store that I have wrapped up. Are we going to play Spooky Santa? We are going to play Spooky Santa. Wow. That was my Spooky Santa. That was good. That, I see what you did there. That was good. David, I'm ready to bestow my Spooky Santa gift upon you. Bestow it. Okay. I'm ready to be bestowed upon. Here you are. Just a bag. <laughs> it's a box. What, There's well, a box. There's three boxes. There are. Open them up. These are... Okay, these are little collectible figures. Yeah. They're okay. So for our listeners, there's little collectible figures. Uh, there's like six or so different ones to collect. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know which one you're gonna get They're when you get the box. Blind boxes. Oh. Yes. So you don't know what's inside you of them. You don't know what's inside of them. Okay. But blind I, boxes are really fun because it seems like a lot of our guests like to trade them and collect them, like you said, get the whole entire set, but you don't know which ones you're getting. Yeah. So it's like a fun surprise when you get to open it. Well, I love it. I Yay. can't wait to find out which ones I got. Me either. You got to let me know. Do you know what I got you? What? It's little Boo time. <laughs> I'm ready. I love little Boo. I got you the little purse with little Boo's <gasps> face. Oh, the little cute crossbody bag. Exactly. That is great. And, um, oh my gosh, we have to tell our friend Sarah from Guest Services about- <gasps> She's going to love that. That's right. Because she instructed us- She's got her us, whole Halloween kit. That's right. She instructed us, you got to have a crossbody bag. It's the best way to do it. So I feel I feel prepared. I am ready to hit the event. Yeah. Thank you for my present, Spooky Santa. You're welcome. You want to hit me with that spooky laugh one more time? Ho, ho, ho. Whoa, menacing. <laughs> I think they, they did that one year. There was a Halloween Horror Nights house one year that was the holidays, and there was a there spooky was. Santa. <laughs> I really liked that to house. To say the least. That was great. Um, good times. But this year, the haunted houses are off the hook. The scare zones are incredible. I'm ready to get back out there and scream. Let's celebrate Halloween every day. All right. That's it from us, my friends. Thank you so much to David. Of course, my co-host. Thank you to our executive producer, Michelle. Thank you to our sound engineer, Art. And thank you to all of you for listening. To learn more about Universal Parks and Resorts, head to our show notes for links to our Discover Universal blog for a more in-depth look around our destination. While you're there, sign up to receive emails that will include articles, videos, and this podcast delivered right to your inbox to prepare for your next vacation. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 